Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know that the Caesar salad was invented in Mexico? Why are you yelling? Mexico! EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen. Not by those crazy Romans and Caesar. Really? And the Mexicans came up Have with you, it. Like, has that gone through a fact checker? Yep. Just like, where did the Spanish flu originate? The USA. A few Spaniards over there. That sounds like a Trump fact. No, it's not fake news at all. How do you like a Caesar salad? Uh, it has to have bacon. Yeah? And chicken. Yeah, you got to have chicken. Do you remember, remember the not, Caesar salad I had in oh, Palm Springs? That was bullshit. We went to a chicken shop, yeah, and I, right. I thought, <laughs> I thought, fucking, I'm going to be good here. I'm going to have a Caesar salad. Yeah. And a Caesar salad comes out. It's a fucking Caesar salad and no chicken. That was just embarrassing. It's just chicken shop. It was embarrassing. And it was, like, famous in that town. Yeah. I don't even know if it was a franchise, but if you go to Palm Springs and you want chicken, that's where you go. But their Caesar salad, yep. no chicken. No chicken. What a, Why would you have to ask Was it chicken? an option? Well, well, I'm it would sure have been it was, option. but why would chicken be an option on a Caesar salad at a chicken shop? I don't know. They should have offered you the option. Maybe What's they it? looked at you and said, this man is on a salad diet. Anch- and plus, we went up that gondola. They no would- one's ever looked at me and thought that bloke's on a diet. We went up the gondola and they, were, they would have thought, we don't need another overweight bloke on that thing. It's going to snap one day and come all the way down the hill and hit us. Speaking of which, we've been overwhelmed with uh, tweets and emails from people about our weight loss. Sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to bag you that. Like, we've had none. Uh, because we've done nothing about it. Well, that's yeah, but I, that's, I, people aren't calling us to account. It's the number one thing I need is people calling us to account. Okay. So after Berlin, oh, yeah. This is like after New York. And funnily enough, after Berlin, there's something else that's happening overseas. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking, when I get back from overseas. Yeah, when you get back in six months, yeah, okay. When I get back, mate. Look after at, CES. No, 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 no. Do, yeah. do the numbers. Right. September. Yeah. Well, let's just call it October, November, December. There's three months plus a couple of weeks in September. Yeah. After this trip. Three months. That's, <laughs> mate, that's enough time for us to lose 10 kegs. You can say after whatever you like. I'm going to do it after my thing, okay? That's happening in life. So we'll do it after that. Nah, let's do it after the trip. Okay. All right? When I get back yep. by CES, yep. we're 10 kegs down. What do you reckon? 10 kegs. Well, mate, I'm actually I'm quite proud of myself because I've been skipping lunches. Have, what if someone been three hours and smashed all the mirrors, as Chippy would say? <laughs> How good's this hat I'm wearing, eh? Where's your Where's your BMW? <laughs> oh, mate, <laughs> I don't know what it is about me. Trev, I'm quite proud of myself, mate. I'm glad that men don't find me attractive, but you know what? <laughs> to women, I'm deceptively attractive. Okay, there's just something about me, Trev. It happens all the time. <laughs> all right. I'm just letting you know, and I know Gillian listens to this podcast because I play it back to her. I could cheat right now with a glamour. Several of them, actually. I could go out there and get amongst it. I could have a whole stable if I wanted. I don't know why, Trev. I think it's the conversation. Well, it has to be. Gillian, don't you reckon, GC? You listening? Yeah, I've got a whole stable out there. Anyway, 10 kegs by CES. They're all a bit unstable. But hey. 10 kegs by CES. Okay, 10 kegs. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Uh, Nah. I'll try, but 10 kilos. Jesus. Over 13 weeks. I'll be 86. It's 13 weeks. Yeah. It's a lot. What are you now? Um, ninety six, just just over ninety six. I surprised myself this morning when I got in the. You need to be. You need, you need to be in the eights. I need to be in the, be in the nines. I want to be seventy nine. Just slip it. That's when you know 
like after 79, I start looking a bit sick. <laughs> I reckon after 92, I look sick. Now, see, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, see, Mate, I've, have I've you looked, ever I've been skinny? this way all my life. At, like, at what age know. were you fat? I don't know. When did it start? I don't know. Like, you weren't born Super fat. Super young, no. no. One, no one's bo- I mean, there's big babies, but they're not really Super young. born fat. Super young. Super young, you just start piling it on. Somewhere in high school. Okay, fair enough. Like, should, should we move on, or will we just keep oh, not, talking so about... So you're just not committing to the post, nah. to the pre Oh, because we're trying to commit to the last one, and nothing's happened. So I'm not just going to... You know, our listeners rely on us to deliver reliable information. And I rely on our listeners to keep us... Uh, held us to account. Well, no one's done that. We're weighing in after my trip. With their clothes on? We're weighing in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shoes off, that. clothes on. I take my watch off and everything. <laughs> anyway. You normally go balls out, don't you? <laughs> I beg your pardon? <laughs> balls out? What does that mean? Naked. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, let's let him hang. I don't. Oh, I suppose I do. Like I don't even put. The, yeah, I take the towel off. <laughs> what are we? Oh Jesus. Anyway, today, as <laughs> usual, there's going to be a theme to the show, and it's all about te- television news. Is it really? Okay. Well, now, yeah. I'd start off with this because you are a nine network personality, whether you like it or not. I think once you you were actually referred to in an article as a TV personality somewhere along the line. This is what a great that? news theme. On Mother's Day. Yeah, it was a, a, an article, a beautiful article you wrote on Mother's Day. So great theme. It is a good theme. But you Leading know, into Pete Hitchener, Peter Overton, all the greats. All the greats. But did you know that that's actually from a country and western song? What? It is. That featured in a movie called Cool Hand Luke. They're all digging ditches here in this particular scene. It's from a Western. Seriously. It's called Cool Hand Luke. Imagine if Pete Overton didn't know that and was just watching Cool Hand Luke one day. <laughs> He'd just be like, Jess, Jess, come and watch this. What? Quick, so, I'm going to get on. I think it's a movie about slavery or something. And, uh, yeah, I only discovered that about two years ago and I've always wanted to bring it up. But um, today, I thought, why not do it today? Do it today. Today's the day. Ladies and gentlemen, Bodog has gone to a lot of effort, as you can see. Yeah. That's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Listen, Barn, what? I've got a question for you. I went to Melbourne earlier this week with Samsung to a show called Integrate. Yeah. Which is uh, not really a great show. We, we've been to a lot of shows. You come to a couple. And yeah, I've got to do that one. It's, it's pretty boring, this one. It's all about audiovisual. So it's about yeah. commercial retail screens. So, mate, there were screens at the Samsung store. There were screens... They said I could hit with a baseball bat. I said, give me a baseball bat. Oh, really? We don't have one. But, yeah. Know, it's They're the ones that, like, Macca's outdoor. Oh, okay, yeah. The, you know, the drive the solid and stuff. Ones. Yeah, yeah. So they're solid, graffiti-proof. Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah, for train stations. Weather-proof, all that display, kind of stuff, yeah. right? Those kind of displays. You know, bendable walls and all that kind of stuff. But the Samsung had on display a TV they first showed, launched at CES 2018, mm. uh, called The Wall. Mm. I now, remember it. Now, on display... In Melbourne, it was 140 inches, 149 inches, uh, diagonally. Bottom left to top right is how you measure TVs, yeah. so 149 inches. So basically, I did a signal on the Today Show. I, I reached up, and I couldn't touch the top of it. Mm. It was about 40 centimetres off the ground. Mm. So that how, that's how tall it was. And, you know, span your arms, it's bigger than you. Mm. You can get this thing up to 290 inches. That's just ridiculous. Seven metres. Now, they're selling it there as a kind of luxury commercial display. Yeah. Um, 
the difference, a lot of you've seen all these uh, big screens everywhere, mm. like ad billboards and all that kind of stuff. Now, if you go close to those, mm. like two meters away, mm. you can see the pixels. Yeah, sure. You can actually see like they're millimeters apart yeah, each yeah, pixel. Yeah. yeah. But the thing about the Samsung, the wall is, you go up to it, mate, mm. you can be thirty centimeters away, you still can't see the it's pixels like a, like, a TV. like a TV. Yeah. It is modular, so it's all. Yeah, that's right. Think of a CD case, for example, maybe a bit bigger. Mm. It's all little blocks that yep. get put together. So when you buy this thing, you can say, "I want it to be." 2.1 metres by 1.3 oh, so metres. So they can assemble it They together. make it make okay. it your size. Yeah, right. I don't know how that works because the TV you're watching, you know, is only 16 by 9, so you'd be mad not to get it in 16 by 9. Yeah, of course. But in a, you know, office space, mm. probably not this one, but, no. you know, big ones would have atriums and things. You could have yeah. two 16 by 9 side by side as one seamless screen. Yeah, exactly. You could have one that was just a little box with a 16 by 9 next to it, whatever you want. Yeah. But it begs the question... When this does, this technology is going to be the future of TVs, mm. right? High sensors working on everyone. But modular? Oh, just the, the micro LED, this this okay. technology, yep. right? Yep. Because we're getting to a point now, 65-inch TV, big, beautiful. 75-inch TV, big, beautiful. Um, but, mate, when you're stuck in 80, 90, it's, just get, it's getting epic. They're getting very big. Yeah. And, mate, I don't see it slowing down. Like my lounge room, you look at my lounge room. Yeah. It's kind of weird, large space. And mm. the wall is huge. Mm. Like, why not fill that with a TV? Yeah, but Trev, I mean, so I think it should top out at 85. That's enough. I mean, because... I mean, Is that because that's the exact size of the gap in your place? Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all to do with how much space you've got in terms of sitting yep. back from it. Because, you know, I went through that phase where I had the Epson projector that was, I think, 120 maybe inches... Yep. Which was just enormous, and I actually eventually found it a bit uncomfortable to have it that big because I don't have a room big enough to sit it. Like you, you can't sit. So we are what two meters from the TV in front yep. of us, which is how big is that? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. That's close enough, isn't it? That's pretty much the right distance. Yeah. Uh, Eighty-five sitting this close, I could probably handle it, but it might be a bit over the top for some people. I mean, I, I, these huge, huge screens you're referring to, I think they're only good for commercial applications or mansions. Loyal listener of the podcast, Simon, has yeah. an 80... He's going to correct me. It's yeah. 80, 82 or 88. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's enormous. It's the TV mm. that I get reminded by my wife is bigger than ours. Right, she yes. Goes, yeah, she goes, yeah, you're yeah. the tech guy, and Simon's got yeah. a bigger TV than you. Like, yeah. Cheers, babe. Anyway, um, oh, mate, I've watched the cricket. Mm. I've watched the race races, like motorsport there. It's pretty good. But I, I would probably argue, I think they're probably sitting another metre back. Yeah. And, and like in our lounge room, we, we're easily four metres back if you put the lounge yeah, far you, enough you away. Yeah, because you've got quite a long lounge room, really, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So so that's the thing, right? I, I don't see why yeah. I wouldn't just go 40 centimetres from the ground to, you know, 40 centimetres from the roof. Just go as big as I can fit. When a person in a movie that is displayed from their feet to their head is actually bigger than me in person, that's when it's just too much. I can't look at that. That's just not realistic. But you, have you never been to the movies? I've been to the movies, but that's a different experience, Trev. Well, why shouldn't that experience be similar to what you have in your lounge room? Because, look, a mo- the going to the movies is an entirely different experience. You're there, it's grandstand speaking, amaz- uh, seating, amazing sound, you're with people. It's just an experience that we're used to. Sitting at home in front of just a whole wall covered by a TV, personally, I think it's sad. Well, there it is, Samsung. When they're available... <laughs> I'm sorry. You know my address. You yeah. don't need Bowens. Oh, you, well, I won't be that's able to. That's what you're saying. I, well, I can't accommodate it. So that's for, that's pretty much the underlying issue here. Uh, unless uh, 85 on the top of it. 
<laughs> so I think so. Oh, and funnily enough, I did install a 50-inch TV outside. Um, 50-inch TV outside. Last week. Um, you, know, you know you can buy yeah you know you can buy um, TV covers for twenty two dollars off eBay. Now I had one on standby because I've had these plans for a long time, but it was only forty eight inch, so I had to get the extra two inches. Twenty two dollars, it's great. It's like Oxford. Twenty two dollars more than you pay for the TV. Yep, but I got to just raise one issue with you, and I'm not yep. going to um, with me. Yep, I'm not going to um, um, name any brands or manufacturers. It's not nothing to do with the TV. The TV's great. The mount. Yep. Uh, did we check if it can handle a TV that size? Yeah, that's for 65 plus. Right. I just feel like it's... Oh, a, I don't know. Check the box. <laughs> I just feel like there's a bit of a bit of a lean or a bit of a, a bend going on. And now, I've adjust, this plate will never come off the wall, trust me. The, the, the arm, because it's one of those ones that can be tilted and pulled out. Yep. It just looks like to me. It looks like to me that it's already bent a little bit. Have you thrown the box away already? Yeah. Okay, well. The box would be the key indicator, mm-hmm. but mate, I'll Google it. I can't imagine that wasn't for a up to sixty-five inch TV. Yeah, you, you wouldn't think the so. The place we got it from sells yeah. fifty to sixty-five inch TVs. Yeah, maybe there's something I need to tighten on the hinge. I don't know. Well, just maybe you just got to understand that it's it's always like it's the law of physics. It's going to have a bit of a bit yeah. of an angle to it. It's a bit of a bend. To no, it. I'm talking about like it's leaning to the left. And um, the bracket is affixed perfectly because I oh, use the you spirit t- meter. You're talking about looking at it straight and it's... Yeah, so, the so, arm is bending. Well, I think you find it's it's a tricky mounting system. Yeah. So the ones we got here in the office for the wall, yeah. they're similar style, but mm. they were just from Bunnings. Mm. Uh, you know, simple simple plate and they're just hooked on. Mm. And mate, hook, simple, put the hooks in the same place, it all looked the same. But mm. no, nah, they were slightly off. Right, you. It's just stupid incremental adjustment, adjustments you got to make okay, to yeah. how you've mounted the the thing into the back. Needs a special like tool. A couple of millimeters yeah. makes a big difference. Okay, fair enough. I'll go home and have a look at it. I'll tell you what I did do. What about you complaining about the angle on your outdoor fifty inch TV? You know what I did do because I don't like TV sound uh, and speakers. Although some of them do a pretty good these days, to be honest. I want a better sound, so I got. I'm lucky enough because of the McDonald Jones package I've got at home to have two outside speakers in the roof. So I've synced two Chromecasts together, right? So I can be watching my TV. That's I don't have an antenna connected to it outside. That'd be ridiculous and cost prohibitive. I just have to pay money for that to happen. But <laughs> yeah, it's actually just a few hundred dollars. But <laughs> so anyway, I'm watching the news the other night through the Freeview TV app, and I want the sound to go to the roof. Now the only way for that to happen is for the TV room system to be switched on to the external speakers. So I've had to. So I've streamed from my iPhone the app to the TV room where it's connected to the internal ceiling speakers. And then um, I've used an iPad to stream the same content using a different Chromecast. What if they're out of sync? Well, this is the problem. But all you need to do is listen to the audio and pause. Oh, is that what you're talking about? Because you sent me this text going off sync to Chrome. I'm like, I don't know, you could have two Chromecasts communicating just, with each just other. Just pause it. You can hit both at the same time, hit play, but they load differently at different times. So then one of them's in front or behind. You just pause. It's great. I've nailed it. It takes me just... You know where you can get a job? LG. There's a bike called Thomas. Works yep. at LG. I went yesterday where they were demonstrating mm. an LG TV versus a Samsung. Just because you don't often actually see it these days a lot. Even in stores, you yeah. don't see them side by side. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, the the... the the, the LG, you know, really stood out. Like, the, mm. it was an amazing to look at some of the detail of mm. the TV and realise that, you know, side by side, and yeah. value for the money, the LG really did stack up. But, yeah, you right. Know, it's up to everyone's judgement. But Thomas mm. from LG, pretty sure it's Thomas, Angus will correct me, 
Um, Tomo. He's got he's got the same content on both TVs, and mm. he's just he's just got two remotes, and he just can play. I love that, and mate. I'm like, dude, you're doing this real well because yeah. it was just off USB. It wasn't coming through. A th- he was, oh, mate, right. nailing he's it. He's nailing it. He's yeah. nailing the the play, the pause, the whole lot. Well, practice makes perfect, mate. Uh, in, oh, in, in, in it's not area. easily repeatable what you're achieving there. With no, it's not. And it's quite complicated. And I wouldn't recommend. It. Yeah, just before we move on, I've been thinking a bit about the TV. And look, the weather's not good at the moment. I'm probably not going to use it all that often. To be honest, we might use it on a Saturday, Sunday morning, just to when we're reading the papers outside when it gets a bit warmer. But during the day, I mean, it's not good. Mate, I've got a projector in my office. Yeah, gets used twenty times a year for the Formula One. Yeah. Well, that's a fair bit. 20 times? 20 times, I guess so. That's like less than once a week, mate. But I, what I've learned is that like, there's outdoor TVs that are brighter. This isn't bright enough during the day. I mean, I can put it on an angle, maybe put the big umbrella up. It's to, actually adjusted the brightness. Yeah, but then it's just still not the same. It's not the same. So overall, I'm disappointed with my efforts. But look, it's, it looks good. And I've, I've got an outdoor TV that I run. Uh, I did my own trunking and... Trunking? Yeah, well... The actual rectangular conduit is called a trunk, I think. A trunking. Really? Yeah, I did that. Isn't it just conduit? Yeah, conduit. Mate, walk into Bunnings inside and eat some conduit, and they'll look at you and go, what kind of conduit? Because you can have circular ones and square ones. It's all different conduits, mate. Trunking. Is that like a roundel? Yeah, it's like a roundel. We're talking about... How did you stuff that up? We're talking about... Um, Jolly. He's Jolly's article Jolly's great on article. EFTM. He wears the Apple Watch upside down. Mm. Is that, it's able to be configured so the face is the right way around. Because he doesn't want the crown the wrong way. And it's way. going very well. And Frank, I've got to be honest, it's yeah, the number one article of the week. Oh, no, it's embarrassing. Oh, it's smashing you. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, <laughs> Jolly's great. And, I love Jolly. And, and it took I, you said, oh, oh no, the, the roundel's annoying. And I went, the what? Yeah. I said, you mean the crown? Yeah. You go, the roundel. I swear. What's a roundel? The roundel's a logo on a car like the BMW. A roundel, roundel. I believe, is, is, is a circle with a, uh, with a curved dome frontage. So, like, you know, a, a happy birthday badge mm-hmm. or any sort of you know, pin on badge, the face of that is a roundel. Well, how is that any different? Same to as a BMW what, badge. Like a, any different to a bloody. No, that's a digital crown. That The thing that sits on the side of a watch and turns. There's got to be a watch roundel. Are you Googling now watch roundel? Yep. Go, come on, grab a Google. Watch, watch roundel. roundel. Did is... you mean watch roundel? Yes, I did. Evolution of the roundel. Um,. Yeah, look, it's all too complicated. I don't want to go into it. Oh, you know what I reckon it is? It's, it's a, a symbol. Face. It's a circular disc used as a symbol. It's fucking not a watch then, is it? Nah. No. I mean, no, <laughs> not watch. We're talking about the crown. Anyway, just <laughs> leave me alone. Leave me alone. Now, look, I'm going to talk about cars next, mm-hmm. but just, just, just before we go on. Yep. There was a bit of a drama prior to this podcast. It was a bit. There was a bit of a drama. Shout out to our good friends at Road. Our good friends at Road. So what happened is I've gone over to set things up and I've realised the USB port uh, cable that goes into it to the laptop to connect the two together, the back of it on the Road, uh, Roadcaster, had broken it. It had sunken inside the machine. It's like I'd pushed it in too hard or something. Yeah, so Trevor's going, look, we're going to undo this thing and uh, we need some Allen keys. Yeah, it looks like, to me, it looks like there's six, eight Allen key uh, you know, screws yeah. on this thing. We're just going to pull it apart. We're going to find the USB. We're going to stick it out again because we've got to record today. Gary Lum yep. tweeted us and said, what's happening? I have to do it today. Filthy. Yep, absolutely. So I've done the dash to Bunnings, which is only five minutes away, and I've come back with two sets of um, Allen keys or hex keys, the as they call them. What do you need two sets for? Because, but what about this? Uh, the question was posed to me. He goes, metric or imperial? And I said, there's a difference. 
And he goes, yeah, size, mate. I went, okay. But it's the same shape, isn't it? Isn't it universal, the yeah. Allen key, which they call hex keys? Allen must be owned by a particular company. Ikea. Ikea no, owned no, it. No, probably not. Yeah, no. probably not. So anyway, I've come back with two. And then we've worked out that it's not going to work on this. You need a special device to open the but rope. You know, that explains a lot. Yeah. Because I've got a set of Allen keys at home. Or they're not really yeah. set anymore. They're just lying around in the toolbox. Yeah. And we've got things like on the kids' chairs, you've got to adjust them and stuff. And, you know, yeah. I've noticed that over the years, the things that I need to adjust regularly, yeah. they're kind of worn out. Yeah. They're becoming circles instead of They do of become hex. circles. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, and that you know why that is? Why? Because, you know, you're using Use an imperial tool. one. Yeah, which right. Which is very, very close. Right. But it's actually an imperial. You reckon? Hex. You know, okay. slot. Yeah. And so it's while it's so close, yeah. it's not exact. If yeah. it's not exact, it's going to slowly chip away. Wow. Circularize. That's a word. The hex. Anyway, so what we did is I drove to Silverwater and just swapped the machine at road. <laughs> I don't know how we did that. Oh, I just rang the good people at road and said, listen, we've got a bit of a drama. It was amazing. Um, we, I need to record a podcast. Yeah. Because Bowen's first thought was, I'll just do it in Berlin. I'm like, no, mate, this is good My content. first thought, oh, I'll just go home. Yeah, well, that, that's <laughs> essentially what Bowen's thinking is. Because I, I, I said, I I said we're going to have a half day. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I've got work to do this yeah, afternoon, but yeah. you're going to just go home and you know see your lovely wife. Yeah, before I go away with you for ten days. Yeah, well, mate, I don't get to see my wife this afternoon. She's working, so she doesn't want to see you. That's true. <laughs> 100%. No, I love it. Mate, what about this? She's texted me earlier, and um, what'd she say? I she's love talking about. Oh no, definitely not that. Um, what about when she helped me with the cake last week for you and the other well, bloke? Two two blokes talking. Wasn't happy about it. Yeah, um, what? So I... Oh, no thanks for me. Jesus, that was some bloody She said to me this morning, because Apple's uh, invites for the September event have gone out. It's Pretty. on September 11th, yep. Australian time. And I had it in the diary. So I put in the diary when I expect these events to be. Mm-hmm. She said, you know that you're coming back from America on the morning of Vivi's Nepal grand final if she makes it through. Uh-huh. And I went, oh, well, I'll just do my best to be there. And I you'll, said, oh, by the way, I don't, know, up. I don't know when... I'm going to be back. Yep. I've checked with Apple. I'm pretty yep. confident I'll be back on the Friday. So I've sure. said, uh, by the way, initial thoughts are that I'll be back on Friday morning, not Saturday, so I'll be all okay for the sport issues on that day. Just to, I'll just confirm a bit more before I lock that down. Mm. Her response, okay, I don't care if you make it back. I just made a note because I figured you would care. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> She's quite blunt. <laughs> I don't know how to take <laughs> this woman. I wrote back, like, thanks, love you too. Yeah. She said, hey, I thought I was being nice. I could have let you miss it. <laughs> I like this woman because that's the sort of stuff I do to GC and she just cops it like you do. But anyway, all right, well, we fixed the roadcast of the Alan Thanks Key. Thanks good people at road. Alan! 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 Hex! That's called a Hex! Hex! Alan! Imperial! Alan! Alan! Steve! Steve! Love Channel Island, aren't they good? Is that what he says after that? He goes, hang on, Maybe it's not Alan. Steve. Steve. He goes, Steve. Steve. That's Alan. one of the Alan. best clips. Alan. One of the best clips Alan. ever. Now, <laughs> during the week, I attended a car. When was it? No, it was, it was like, like freaking last it was week. like two mate. weeks ago. It was, it was a long time ago. Long embargo. The dust has finally come out of your nose. My and nose and my ears. And I could taste it for ages. I boarded the plane at the end of this trip like I was a miner. Like, I looked just disgusting. Everything was covered in dust, including my bags. Get a tissue, blow your nose, and it's like, wow. Yeah, it was just... I actually went into the virgin bathroom and just had a wash. Because I used to work at an indoor go-kart centre in Griffith. Yeah. And uh, you'd get home, and you're like, oh, it's just, you know, you'd be dirty. Mm. You blow your nose, and it's just full of just Just, black. just, just grot. Just, just grot from the yeah. engines, from the rubber, who knows what. That'll so catch I can up. only imagine... That'll catch up with you. ...how much dirt, bulldust... Yeah, bulldust. ...was in called... every orify. Orify. 
So, look, the launches for the new BMW X3 and X4 M competition. So we've got a um, M5 competition. That's the fastest BMW they've ever produced. The competition basically just ramps up the the M engine just a, a little bit by about 22 kilowatts in this particular instance. The X3, let's look at the X3 for starters. That's their standard 3 Series on stilts. Yep. We love that car. Been around a while. I think I like it. I like that car. I'm a huge fan of it. For some unknown reason, it's okay in this day and age to whack a twin-turbo six-cylinder straight-six engine inside this machine and produce 375 kilowatts and 600 newton metres of torque. Now, Trev, I mean, that is just a huge amount of power for a car such oh, as that. For an X3? I don't, I don't know why. I mean, you can mount a case saying it's just ridiculous. Like, it's just crazy. Crazy, crazy. And they've done the same with the X4, which is a kind of strange-looking machine. I'm, yep. I'm not a huge fan of it with the little boot at the back and the sloping roof line. I don't like the design of the X4. Both cars are basically replicas. I mean, they um same power outputs. They're all-wheel drive. But the so, X4 is the one that looks a little bit funny. Sport-backy kind of yeah, the sloping, to do that sloping back. back thing. Yeah, I don't know. what you, It's like the squashed wagon look. I, I, I'm just not a fan. But anyway, so off I go. We fly down to Melbourne, then we go to Adelaide, then we get a private charter to Hawkup, which is near uh, the Flinders Ranges. We stay overnight, and then we make our way out to a place they're calling M-Town. Now, this was just... Just created a town. Yep, the M-Town. Now, this is just a vast expanse. It's a clay pan. I guess when it eventually rains there, one day it'll fill up with water. It's sort of like Lake Air. And they, they turned it into a rally course for us, which was just... Unbelievable. It's probably the most visually exciting car launch I've ever been to. They had the BMW flags. They had the timing for the, the, the laps. Uh, they had the full deal, all, all the rally signs that you'd have on a normal rally course. And as you can see at eftm.com.au right now, yeah, I did a bit of a hot lap. I did several hot laps, as a matter you of fact. Mad. I went mad <laughs> in the dust. Now, look... Oh, oh. I did have some concerns about these vehicles after they had finished today because bulldust, and I haven't really come across bulldust before. How's bulldust different from dust? I, I've heard about bulldust. Bulldust is dead set like Johnson's baby powder. is so fine. Oh, right. And to the point where you're driving along, we did a lot of driving through just stuff like this, where it can conceal like rougher corrugations underneath it. So it's like a layer, a powdery, soft layer that looks oh, beautiful. But right. then all of a sudden you're like hitting jolts and potholes. It, it would get into every crevice of this car. Even with recirculation on, it was still getting in. It was just, they, they, I don't know how they would ever clean these cars. And they certainly won't end up as press vehicles, I confirmed that. It was Why just, not? because you just, there's no way you would get the dust out of them. Like, what are they going to do with those? They'd cars? have to blow the crap out of them through the ventilation system. All the filters would be stuffed. Some poor sod's going to get hold of those. They would have to replace a lot of stuff, yeah, basically, right. uh, and give it a thorough clean, a really, really thorough clean. Now, look, I mean, I've done a bit of drifting and stuff in the past on, on, on you know, the skid, pans. the skid pans that they wet, but nothing <laughs> like this. I mean, geez. There's a, it's a four-wheel drive vehicle, so that sort of car's a bit hard to drift sometimes, but there's a four-wheel drive sport mode, which literally just sends almost all the power to the rear wheels, which helps you slip it out. So I was just drifting away, having a great time. It was fantastic, and uh, um, did the same in the X4 as well. They both drive very similar. I mean, How many of those cars yeah, will be driven like that? Would they sell? 
Well, it's very interesting that you say that. Well, for starters, their SUV range accounts for 59% of their sales. Uh One in five vehicles in the BMW range now in Australia is an M car. So you got to remember there's like M cars and then proper M cars. So like the M2 also comes in the the M2 Ford. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's the pack and then there's the increased performance M. 240i or something, whatever right, it's yeah, called, yeah. and then there's the M2, which looks different, completely different. It's got different rear fenders. So one in one in five is what? And which, which of those three? Uh, an actual M car. Right. So not yeah. the M pack. Yeah, exactly. So the M pack. Every car. We, we are the biggest markets for the M pack in Australia, but these are full blown. I mean, the bracing they put on the engine. You open the engine bay, and there's just a big steel cross across the engine just to secure the suspension. There's 3D printing involved in some components of the engine. I don't know how widespread that is in the automotive industry at the moment. I'm tipping they're plastic parts. The no, pl- they, 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 there's 3D printing of metal now as well. Yeah, I know, but I'm not sure they're using it. Okay. With this particular application. So the X3M competition, and you can spot a competition BMW by the all the glossy extra bits on the outside, like, you know, some of the side air vents and across the front of the, the kidney grill and the like. 157900 for the X3 before you add all the options. Wow. 164900 for the X4M. So we're talking big, 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 big cash. But you know what this whole M-Town is? This is a global initiative, M-Town. It's not a place. It's basically a digital platform where, you know, prospective buyers, current M customers can gather, share their thoughts, their ideas, and just, you know, salivate over the fact that B&W do create a fantastic performance car. So M-Town is a, it's a marketing campaign. Right. There's no M-Town. I mean, I went to a claim pan that had M-Town painted in the middle of it. It's not M-Town. It was just near some place I've never heard of before. But um, it's interesting. A light pilot actually flew over it and wrote an article in an aviation ma- um, magazine and said that BMW were conducting trials for a brand new car and and, and experimental things. Um, yep. So that was interesting. But look, check out the video. It, it was just amazing. It is epic to watch you literally. Yeah. Battling with the car. Like I was, I was exhausted after one lap. You should have seen me after six. Jeez, like you've done that sort of thing, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's full on. I'd love to do it on snow. It was like driving on snow. You know what? Ice, the ice thing I, I'm very keen to do mm. as long as, like, I'm confident I'll lose it a few times. So yeah. as long as, you know, there's there's runoff. I, I, you know, yeah, well, that was the thing I about the clay wanna, pan. There was no worry about that. Yeah, I don't want to really. be the guy. Could roll it potentially. The, yeah, I don't think I'm going to roll, but, mm. oh, yeah, there is the dig in. Yeah. I've had that with the adventurer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Holden Adventure. We did that with a Hummer too. Lost a tire. Yeah. Um, far out. Yeah. But well, yeah, the ice thing kind of appeals to me. Yeah. Just because it's a surface I'm not yeah. familiar with. That'd just be wild. They said like the Carl Ryder was there, the supercar driver. They often have that him at the, these events. He said it was like driving on ice. So I guess it's similar. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so M Town. They're calling it Utopia for all car lovers. Where too much is just right. Well looking for a bit of BMW porn, then make it happen. Make it happen. This is the EFTM podcast. Do you remember Peter Jennings? Uh, Yes. He was with the ABC, wasn't he, in America? Yes. This is synonymous with Peter Jennings. And every time I go to the States, I love watching their news. I love this news theme. It's one of the greats. It really, really is, don't you think? I just love the fact they put so much effort into composing these themes too. I'll play you another one shortly. A lot of money, a lot of effort. Oh, huge. So do you know what today is? Nah. Is the day we record? It's Jersey Day. What does that mean? 
Look, oh, yeah. a bit online. You wear a, you wear yeah. your like, favourite footy jersey. Yeah, you do. Uh, it's in awareness. It's mm. not a, really a fundraiser. It's just an awareness for mm. uh, Donate Life. Donate now, Life, yeah. Organ transplants, very near and dear to my heart. My mother-in-law had a heart and lung transplant. That's right, yeah. Or heart transplant. Someone else got the lung. Oh, I can't remember, actually, now. Heart mm. transplant. Um, and, you know, that's obviously a game changer for our family. It's our huge. kids would never have grown up with her had that not happened. Yeah. So I think it's great. That was a number of years ago now. Yeah, about too, wasn't five it? years ago now. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, more. Uh, yeah, more. Eight. Yeah. So the thing is, Jersey Day, right? So mm. I'm, I'm sitting here this morning. Yeah. Amanda's getting ready for work. Mm. And she puts on her Cronulla Sharks jersey. Mm. She has a Cronulla Sharks jersey. Is this because it still fits? From, uh, or I just preempted. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't know what you're saying, <laughs> but that'll get back. No, I'm saying because well, you haven't got one on. I don't, well, I don't, I don't have any. Okay. Listen, All right. she's wearing a Cronulla she Sharks jersey, right? Yeah, right. And it's signed by Andrew Eddinghausen. Yeah, he like, That's how far back this jersey goes. Yeah, that's like mid two. She's still proud to be a Sharks fan. This, he, I'll, I'll digress for a minute. She bags me for being a Queensland supporter in the rugby league. Yeah. She's never lived in Cronulla. I was going to say, when she's just but not like, a shy girl. Just, just, be, she, just, just, because Andrew, just because ET was a hot bloke, yeah. she's supporting them. Anyway. She doesn't even look like a shy Leaving girl. that aside. All shy girls are blonde. I said, listen, i got nothing. I couldn't wear anything. Then I went, and then I went, hang on. Yeah. I've got something. What is it? Do you think it's appropriate still? Mm. Is it appropriate? Just be careful what you're doing here. <laughs> is it appropriate to wear a Jared Haynes Oh, that's right. You got hold of one of those. <laughs> um. Like I said to Amanda, because she wanted an alternative, I said, you got, I've got my Jared Hayne. I go, but, oh, it's probably... It's probably not appropriate. Look, look, it is in the office, but not publicly. Um, yeah. Given the circumstances, I believe he's facing right now. Um, there's a few dramas. Um, like, obviously, he fucked up his experience over there as well, too. Oh, well, he still played for the 49ers. Remember that? G'day, mate. But there's other, hey, hey. Like, there's two other like blokes currently yeah, playing, for, playing in an American NFL. Yeah. Not getting anywhere near the attention he got. Yeah, but Jared Hayne was just like, didn't he get attention everywhere? He was a good player. Very, he was very a very good, good rugby league player. Yeah. So do you think... It's a no guy. No, don't wear that. That 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 would be like wearing a, like a Trump shirt in New York. I, I, mate, when I was at Arlington. Yeah, the cemetery. Washington. Yep. Yeah, tourists. Trump yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah. You hear of that? Um, I mean, a lot of it. I've also heard people are being bashed and things. Mate, like do you that. have a footy jersey? Yeah, I don't. But it wouldn't fit. I've got a New South Wales State of Origin shirt with my name printed on the back, Bowen. Shirt. That's uh, a shirt, not a jersey. A jer- no, it's a proper jersey, sorry, oh. a jersey. Oh, yeah. The Telegraph were doing a campaign with that once, and obviously a rorted one. I've got multiple, multiple, multiple jerseys, including ones with logos from the previous radio station I used to work at. Oh, well, that's different. I, I do still have a couple still of those. Still got to go? Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's a few people walking around Windsor with those on at the moment. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming one day we're going to have a bonfire. <laughs> I don't know how that sort of stuff burns. But, yeah, look, good cause. Um, don't put that on. Okay. Well, don't go out in public. Wear it in the when, office. When you, uh, so if we lose the 10 kegs, are you ever going to wear that New South Wales jersey again? Well, actually, you know what I like? I, I don't know if it – I don't even know what size it is. I, I'm tipping – I just assume it wouldn't fit me because I got it, like, ages ago, so I don't see why it would. You know what I mean? So what do you do? What do you do, Trev? I don't know. Jersey Day. Play me another jingle. What? Is that it? Well, you finished. That's all I You're had. done. Oh, I want to give you some information about this one. This seven. Yeah, or NBC. I've got a challenge for you for the next podcast. Yeah. Sports themes. Yeah, oh, I already thought of that one. Yeah. You know the fucking Bathurst yeah. intro, the Channel 7 sport? Yeah. 
That's did, gold. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Oh, the, my, my, my wedding. Raymond. Had it at my wedding. You did. When we walked into the reception. You know what? This theme was written, like Disneyland. was written by John Williams, who wrote the theme for Star Wars, right. for E.T., for Jurassic Park. Goes all Every right. Spielberg movie, just about. All those famous, iconic themes was written by this bloke. And this is the Channel 7 News theme. It's called The Mission. Just to let you know that, Trev. It's quite... Blah, 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 blah. You don't really hear the extended version. No, you like don't. That. You don't. It starts to get to the... Dun, 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 dun. I think we need to get Jason Morrison to... Yeah. the director of news at Channel 7 in Sydney. Yeah. To bring more of this... Yeah. Uh, ...underlying element... Play it for the whole bulletin out. under it. <laughs> Every time Mark comes on, just play it. Who's, who reads? Fergo. Fergo, yeah. And then Ush. Here we go. My gosh. Tonight on 7 News, another house fire at Marsville. Someone got shot at Guildford. <laughs> and a bikey was arrested, also at Guildford. A lot of stuff happens at Guildford. In Ashfield, three young men are suspected of just abhorrent things in a rental home <laughs> and a, 15 years ago. And in an office complex at Wesley has been raided today due to suspicions over the integrity of a company and unknown goods which arrive every day via courier. They were found with two, four, six, eight, ten <laughs> televisions. <laughs> Shush. Shush. Suspicions were drawn when the dance school across the way had to shut because there were too many cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of using it for that application. Listen, can I just show you a new feature of the roadcaster? Yeah. No, 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 keep going. It's still got a minute 18 to go. I know. It's an orchestral piece. Someone at NBC said, we need a theme. Johnny boy, he's about six mil. And and what they forgot to say was, it runs for 15 seconds before the bulletin. You pick which bits you want. And John's gone, okay, we'll have some highs, we'll have some lows, we'll have some drums. Here's what's happened. He's gone, you know what? I'm having one crack at it. And one crack only. And they've gone, well, can you include a few different variations? Yeah. And this is this is basically all of his ideas yeah, yeah. in one fucking file. Exactly. It's just a montage. It's great, isn't it? I'd like to see this live. I listen to it. It's just like... You know what the biggest wanky job in history is? The composer at the front with yeah, the sticks. Just, mate, they, they're all tapping their feet. They, they, know, they, they know the what rhythm. What does that mean? It's not required. My wife explained it to me once because she was in that sort of thing and she said, no, it's very important. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but, you know. Anyway, listen. Um, <laughs> just talking about the um, issues with regards to you know televisions and you know security. This is when sad news happens. <coughs> Sorry. So I'm I'm going away for a couple of weeks, and Amanda's biggest problem when I go away is like something fails, something breaks, the <laughs> television needs resetting, whatever, oh. and she can't log into Netflix. She goes, "Can you send me yeah. an email yeah. with our Netflix password from right. YouTube? Handy, right? Yeah. Just make it happen." Yeah. Well, you know, I can do that. And she's gone also, like, who are we insured with? I've gone, a good point. So I've rung around and I've made a list. I've, I've done a great job. I've made a list of all the companies that we're insured with for the cars, the house and everything. Mm. And I thought, well, like, with the house, like, I've net, we've we've had the mortgage for, I think, five years on this house. Mm. Four, five Congratulations, years. mate. Well done. You're still going. Yeah. I've done it and, before. So and now it might change and I've never rung around. Yeah. Like, I've never rung for a quote. It just came from the, from the bank. Yellow Big Road just yeah. went, here's the insurance. Yep. Like, it's just part of it. Just do it. So I rang up and said, listen, I'd like a quote. Yep. I'd like to know what insurance costs. Mm. And they go, well, let's talk about the place. So they yep. go, you know, tell us about the, yep. the address, um, you yep. know, um, double brick, single yep. brick, uh, single story, two story, all that stuff. Yeah. And they go, window locks. Is it double brick? It's single brick. Yep. Outside, fibro, you know. Big as 100 grand. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so... Yep. 
you know, do you have, well, one of the questions you asked, do you have a back to base alarm? I went, no, but I've got a fucking lot of cameras. Yeah, I've got, yeah. <gasps> I, yeah, but they, trust don't, me. they don't count that. They don't. No, I know. She couldn't give a rat's. Yeah. Like, no one's ever come near the joint. I know. Like, people, people walk on the other side of the street I just so the lights don't I, turn I'm on. I'm scared to come near it. Anyway, and then she asked this question. She said, what's the replacement value? <laughs> I said, well, I said, obviously, you know, valuation is around uh, 1.1 million, probably. Mm, mm. You know, she goes, no, just the house. Mm. Well, I don't fucking know. She goes, what's the valuation? So not including contents. She said, what would it cost? And she said this, like, if it burnt down to the ground and there's nothing mm. left, what would it cost to rebuild your home? I said, what? I'm at best a technology commentator. Yeah. I'm certainly not a builder. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. She goes, well, that's a really important part of the insurance. I said, well, yeah, of course it is. I said, yeah, but yeah. like, what, what, what? Give me a give me a guide. Like I don't know. Who I've never built a house. Who do I ask about this? Yeah. yeah. I go on the phone. I'm sitting in a car park, waste you know, yeah. whiling away time. Yeah. And I said, uh, four hundred thousand. <laughs> she goes, Okay. Yeah. I went, stop it, stop it right there. Yeah, yeah. When you say okay, yeah. are you thinking, okay, that's a lot more than anyone's ever <laughs> told me before. She should say her Is that the average answer? Like her entire job yeah, yeah. is this question, yeah, right? Yeah. She gets it, I don't know, twenty times a day. Yeah. So she's heard Probably people more. say a hundred thousand. When someone says a hundred thousand, does she say that doesn't seem right for a two-story house? Or when someone says four hundred thousand, does she say that's a lot more than I normally get? Like I need some guide. That's a pretty important guide that you need. She goes, "You've got forty-eight years, days, whatever it is. If you need to change it during the policy, that's fine." Cool. I went. Period. No, that was cool enough. She said, "But you can change it any time during the policy." Right. I said, "So, like, am I meant to get a builder out to go? What's this going to cost? Like, well, I don't know." What did you say? She goes, it's your call. I went, it's not my call. <laughs> your call. You just insured my house, yeah. the building, for $400,000. If it burns down yep. and it costs me four hundred and fifty, I'm fucked. So you can't exactly go, look, it was built in the 70s, right? Yeah, I said like late I 70s. Said like I contact, uh, no, I can't go to McDonald Jones McDonald and say, Jones, what did that cost? Or, you know, back then no. it would have been Lancome or something. Find the original builder and go, how much did it cost? You'd probably go 26000 like How? How? Are you meant to know? Why can't she just log on to Google, go to Street View and go, based on what I've seen, I reckon that's a 400 job. Yeah. She said, yeah, look, you're fine. That's good. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Or, to be honest, I didn't want confirmation. Yeah. I just wanted some form of validation. Yeah. Like, is this in the ballpark of what you've heard exactly. before from the many, sh- many people? She, she gave me it. nothing. See, that's bullshit because solar companies at one point were using Street View to look at people's roofs and giving quotes. I just made. I don't know how much a building costs. You're gonna have to find out. Trim, have you built a house? No, but I've I've moved into one that was just built. So do you know what the building cost of your home? Yeah, was? I do. It was building about, cost. It was about two hundred and seventy. Okay, so yeah. you know, at another level. Yeah. Which has got so, to be expensive, yeah. right? Um, you assume double, wouldn't you? Double? Yeah, I guess. What's another level? Yeah, but it's not quite the same size. It's like the top of it's slightly smaller than the bottom. Yeah, but it requires a different sort of form of construction. Like 270 double is like 500 and fucking, that's a lot. Yeah, you're underinsured. I'm underinsured. Yeah, because, yeah, you need a stronger foundation. Oh, fuck. Your roof needs to be stronger than mine. Like, I can't walk on my roof. You can. The middle bit. Yeah. (laughs) So that's stronger for starters. (laughs) What's a good point I raise? And it's the same with home, the contents. Yeah. She goes, what are the oh, contents? contents? I said, is amazing. I said, 150. Yeah. She goes, for everything? I went, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I'm tipping I can get the kids' clothes for a couple of grand each. I'm going to need some TVs. I don't know. Wake up, insurance people. There, there has to be a better way. There must be like a, there should be like a website that just, you put in the basics and it comes up with the best yeah. figure. I yeah. mean, 
you know, just get, you know, there's got to be like 20 homes that you yeah. could take a photo of or just, just a drawing of and say, yeah. that's the kind of house I'm going to rebuild. Because yeah. obviously you can't rebuild that same house. Yeah. You could, but you'd have to get an architect and everything. It's very different to just going off the plan. Like, they, this is, I don't know. Is upstairs, is the is the flooring wood? Yes. It's like you can hear people walking around when yep. they're upstairs. Yep. Mate, you drop a can of deodorant upstairs, it sounds like someone dropped a bomb. See, like, that would annoy me. Well, that's, we chose to have no carpet. Because Jack no, I'd want concrete. Allergy. Concrete. What? Oh, well, like this office. You're not going to hear anyone downstairs if I'm walking up here. Concrete. Yeah, if I was going to build a double story house, I'd have concrete. I don't want to break it to you. Make you're, it strong. You're all pretty much upstairs at the same time. Yeah, true. I lived in a two story duplex. I know what it sounds like when it's wooden and noisy. I did have carpet as well. Anyway, so I could hear the cat run upstairs. Look, this, this may be too much information for our dear listeners. But I don't I'm give a rat's. We're just here having a chat, filling time. I'm telling so. you. Yeah. I, I, I don't know whether I should be nervous or excited. Because the good news is, mm. if it's 200, mate, I'm 200 up when the insurance comes in. Yeah. But I'm tipping. Yeah. I just it's be, more. Just be careful on some of the things you're saying, Trev, because, like, you know, if there is a, a fire and it does burn to the ground, there's a record of you sort of questioning being up and making more mate, money than what you should have. It's not going to happen. Motive. Mate. You've we, just given a motive. We don't, even, we don't even have a gas-fired stove. Don't you? No. You could have a flare Mate, the closest up. we get to fire is birthday candles. Mate, your power box has got asbestos in it. Anything could happen. My whole house has got asbestos in it. Oh. Where? Oh, the eaves, everywhere. Oh, good to know. <laughs> okay, well, it's only a problem when you're knocking yeah, it down. I, mate. I grew up in a fibro house. I worry about that because we used to break up excess fibro and use it as frisbees. I think you need a decent exposure. I mean, I'm no medical expert. Yeah. Fuck, they can hammer the ads in America, though, can't they? Oh, mate. Wow. Yeah, the insurance anyway. is unbelievable. Anyway, this is the FTM podcast. Oh, GC! I had, to, I had to keep it, you know, at home, in-house a little bit. This is GC. It'd be drama if you didn't play the 10 news thing. No, I've got to play the 10 news thing. The change. This, this is the new one. Yeah, this is right. the new, 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 but it's new, similar. new one. It's, yeah, it's very similar. It's based on the same concept, right? CBS changed it. They said, you know what? I think there's some elements of CBS's theme into it as well. So I, f- I find that interesting. Is this the same theme as they had when it was Eye- Eyewitness News back in our Well, day? the dun, 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 that series of keys, yes. Right. Yes, basically. Okay. So they've had that for a long time. A long, long time. Well, now, it's good that you've played that. That's exposed it to a wider audience. <laughs> but it's the highest rating show, apart from the ones in prime time. Yeah, it still doesn't help. Yeah, I know. I know. I know, Trev. That's like saying Grant Denyer's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Could be Sky News. Now, look. That is true. Uh, I was on an Andrew Bolt show last night. He's how, a, lo- how'd he's you a go? lovely bloke. He's a legend. Oh, I really like him. Exactly. I mean, I, I've, you know, I'll say right now, I have strong... Stop! Stop! No, you've got it on latch, not... Um, oh, it's, yeah, yeah just right. It it's just let it run. I um, I, I don't agree with Andrew Bolt's you know, opinion and the way he goes about the George Pell thing. Yeah. I think he's just way too invested What's in that. What's he say? It's a witch hunt and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. But I'm like, if someone was going after you or mm. me, I'd expect like we'd probably support each other in the same way that he supports Most certainly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Anyway, you know what? I, I've done the Andrew Bolt show... I'm trying to say something. Mm. If I was a pedophile, I wouldn't expect your support. Okay. Okay. That's a fair point. Like? I'm just saying what I, I've never witnessed you with little kids. Oh, yeah, we finished there. We just <laughs> There comes a point. In the, I'm not marking it. I'm going to leave it in. But I'm just saying there comes a point in the podcast when you can't change the page like I'm it's trying still to. still playing, probably. Right. <laughs> still <laughs> this thing's still got 51 seconds. Well, you can't, you can't, can't even stop the Anyway, anyway, anyway. Oh, so what yeah, I was saying was, yeah. 
Like, he's a lovely man. Like, every time after an interview, yep. he'll stop and, like, he's in Melbourne. Just still going. Get your hand off it. <laughs> still going. He'll just, just sit back and stop thinking about it. I want it. to hear the end of it. Yeah, keep going. And he'll say, I really appreciate you doing this. Yeah. You're, I, I love the way you talk about this stuff. No, no, very passionate. Is. Trevor, I really appreciated the way you came on the program. Why are you doing person action? Because he do, this is how he talks, Andrew Balls. It sounds... Okay, it doesn't sound like that to me. But anyway... British, even and, though Mate, that, that is actually quite rare. Like, it's not, not a common thing. Still going. Yeah, I know. I know. In particular, the media, it's definitely... Courtesies are very, very short. I just want to hear the end. Hang wow. On. This is... We've really gone downhill. Does it just fade out, or is there a big crescendo? Yeah, there we go. It's the signature. Okay, look, I want to... Oh. This morning, this morning, I was packing the dishwasher, which is my job in the morning. It's always my bloody job. I was wow. Packing, pack- Hang on, there's drama! No, no, it's good. I was packing the dishwasher, and um, it just so happened that... We bought three jars of jam from Aldi about two months ago, and they've all run out at the same time. Because I like to, I had blueberry, raspberry, and strawberry. Because I like to have a different one on each slice of toast. I'm just that's me. And then Henry has fucking one. weird. Then Henry has one, and we just talk Vegemite on your talk about idiot. it and stuff. Anyway, so they've all run out. Let's talk about it. So I've just gone into the recycling bin. GKC's gone. Now keep them. I said, why? Like I know why. Because it's not for her. Her mum needs them because she's into making chutney and sauces. You know how homemade things come in these jars, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, often with a bit of canvas cloth yep. over the top of an yep. elastic band and they put like what it is in handwriting. Yep. And that's all great. And homemade food, beautiful, lovely. But I've got enough chutney, all right? I don't need any more chutney. But the interesting thing about keeping jars and making homemade food is that for some I don't know how she does it, my um, mother-in-law. She puts an expiry date on it. How does she work that out? How does she work out when the chutney's going to go off? Because I assume there's a process involved with normal, everyday, mass-produced food. I, I'm a sh- my my first, go to, my first sort of go-to is you Google how long does homemade chutney last and you just yeah. add the date, right? Yeah. But I'm wondering whether she's gone through a proper process of trial and error and she's... She must have killed someone. She's... <laughs> So we've got to cut it off. She's, she's made, she's made 15 jars, yeah. and she's gone. She's taken a bit from each one yep. every every day yeah. for uh, ooh, 18 months. That, that stinks. And then gone, this is starting to stink. This yeah. is start- And I'm also, I'm, I'm yeah. shitting through the Ivan Needle now, so <laughs> yes. we better go back a month. So she's a country woman. She's obviously <laughs> been doing it for a long time. She's got the knowledge. It's probably been passed down through generations. So you've got to keep the jars. I like, know, I've got one jar. It's from coins. Mate. I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. you're in a better position than me. Why? I've been opening the dishwasher lately. It's often my job to unpack the dishwasher. Yeah, me too. As much as it is to pack. Yep. Uh, and I'm I'm looking at going, why are we washing Dolmio jars? <laughs> what the fuck's going oh, on Oh, this here? is done. Yeah, you keep going. Tell now, me, sorry. Listen, yeah. with this, I, then I look over at the bookshelf and there's there's five fucking jars there. All clean. <laughs> and I don't understand. Like, I've not been told why mm. we are keeping jars. Mm. We have a... Re- okay. I thought it was for recycling. We have a recycling bin. Yeah. We have return and earn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As people on this show will know, we have the fucking soft plastic. Yes, we have the soft plastic. Which I'm all in on now. Well, I'm very good yeah, at it. that's fine. I'll tell you what else we have. I'm not. We have or- ornamental jars, not dolmio jars, ornamental jars right, of some yeah, sort yeah. on that the on the kitchen window. That you buy? Batteries. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure that. So that's where we put used batteries. Yep, yep. Good idea. Use. We now have one of those yeah, for okay. bottle tops. Right. So plastic bottle tops. Oh, these are all your lemon ruskies? No, plastic bottle oh, tops. plastic, sorry. Like milk. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Diet Cokes, whatever. They go oh, in there because they get sent to a friend of ours around the corner who sends them to Melbourne to some bloke that makes prosthetic limbs for people. Right. Like, fucking, we're all in. 
Okay. The Jars, I don't know. You don't know. I'm going to ask Amanda right now. I'm going to say, where the fuck are the Jars going? Increasingly, it's become a phenomenon over the last decade to drink out of Jars. You go to a fancy, you know, cafe in the city, and they serve you a drink like a a, a juice in a jar. Like, I ain't drinking out of no jar. As soon as I see that, I'll go, we're never coming here again. Because that jar, I don't think it was made to consume liquid repeatedly. Look, I've just texted Amanda and said, why are we keeping the Dolmio jars? Yep. Washing them and keeping them, I've never asked. Say, it says, Bowen says hi. I'm probably, look, I don't think she needs to know at this Can point that this is says for content. Hi? Also, Amanda has, you know, ABC always be content. Yeah. She has a new thing. What is it? AB, ABC always be collaborating. Always be collaborating. Yep. Okay. In terms of what? Marriage? Oh, no, she's talking about Facebook. Different things. Oh, okay, yeah. Like we should you. always be collaborating about who's posting when on Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah, that, well, that's important. As a family unit, you don't want to be, yeah, you don't want to be seen to be showing off at the same time. Oh, idiot. I'm because talking. that means that you're showing off and you've just proved it because you two aren't talking to each other. You're an idiot. We're not talking about our personal Facebook. I'm talking about you and I on, on EFTM. Like oh. who's who's posting when? Oh, that's a whole she was talking about like a local shops, and oh. her friend runs the local. Sorry Facebook to question and your marriage, kind of I'm sorry about that. Um, I'll report back if she answers today. But yep. um, tell her I love her. I, I don't know why. I'm definitely not going to tell her that. I love Amanda. There's just something about it. Like I just you love that she puts up with me. Yeah, I love that. And you just that week you were somewhere, and I was arranging the cake. We just text, and she was like really nice to me. Like I could read you all the texts if you want. They were really good. Like I thought. What's Trev on about? She's a really what's Trev on about? What she's a saying? really lovely woman. I've never said she wasn't. <laughs> this will get back. No, 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 no. But no, no, no. But you like you know she was very helpful. She's always. What are you saying, very mate? Very helpful. Well, I'm about to leave for overseas for two weeks. What are you doing to my marriage, you fucking idiot? I haven't sent that many messages. Oh, what about the first message I sent to her yep. back on the 27th of May? Hey, Amanda. It's Bowen. Trev's phone doesn't have coverage. Look, just letting you know, we didn't make it. Fell 20 kilometres short. Tow truck on the way. So it appears Trev will be a little late this evening. She's written back, oh, for fuck's sake, you guys are idiots. I said it was Trev's idea. It's also about to snow here. Pray for us. You are an idiot for listening to him straight on the, like, blaming you. And no, I hope he is really cold and he's missing mustard chicken tonight. <laughs> And then I asked That's her, the Amanda I know and love. That is yeah. my wife. And then I got her to get the cake, and then eventually she forgot. Oh, crap, sorry, I can get it. I doubt Trev will eat it, though. He is so bloody picky. Either place is fine. Chocolate is the only cake he will eat. Anyway, there's some, a few others I won't read you. They're a bit personal. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't know why we're keeping the jars. <laughs> She hasn't responded? No. If she does during the course of the podcast, let oh, us know. I'll, br- I'll come in with break. We've got a breaking news sting? No, we've got nothing like that. Got- <laughs> <sighs> Have you checked the EFTM credit card recently? I do a bit. Like just, just certain purchases? So our financial controller. Yep. What about I had to fill out a form? When you when you start a new relationship with a company, another company, they <laughs> need to pay you. Yeah. You have to fill out a form that says, in Sue we are, is our yeah, bank account all details, shit. all that stuff. Yeah. And Sue, who does the books, mm. she filled it out for me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I've got to start delegating here. And so I said, Sue, can you fill that out I'd have me? a word with Sue. I'll talk to you about that later. <laughs> anyway. Yep. So she filled out one of the forms. And, <laughs> and it said, accounts department. Yep. And, and I normally just write Trevor Long and I put my phone number and everything. She's written her name. 
and title, a financial controller. And I've just gone, fuck it, that is, that's the best that is all in. Like, that's the kind that's of thing we do. Well, you wouldn't write bookkeeper, financial fucking she controller. chief financial Mate, controller. I wouldn't have cared if she wrote chief financial operating officer. Well, she's going to notice, and I haven't been doing it all that frequently, but we've had a lot of cars, and in order to take a good picture of a car, it's handy if it's clean. So, so here's what happens. I'll tell you what happens. Do you, you get a notification? Sue, Sue sends me an email. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I'll just look it up. Accounts. Okay. She's got an email address. I want to know the process. She's got an email address at the organisation. Yeah. Um, and she says, queries. I hope you can help. Um, can you tell me what these two payments are for? Mm. She guesses most stuff. Like, she can work out what the Uber Eats is. Mm. Um, <laughs> so one of them, oh, Cameron, yep, check that. And the other one, Hookway Aquatics North. It's Boambi, $146. What was that one? So I've Googled that. It's somewhere up at... Coffs Harbour. Coffs Harbour. Oh, I've that's gone, my accommodation. 146 Oh, yeah, shit. The, I said, I, oh, it looks to me, on Google, it looked like a petrol station. That's the Windmill uh, Motel uh, when I drove back from Brisbane in the GTR. That was the cheapest I could find. Okay. Yeah. So I just say that's what I think it is, and that's what it is when it gets accounted for. So what do the what, car wash ones say? What are you? Well, I don't know yet. I haven't seen it. We don't do it every day. No, no, I go probably. Radio. Man has come back for storage of plastic. For storage, sorry, for storage instead of plastic. Okay. Okay, so she doesn't want plastic containers for storage. I get you. Okay. Because so glass. Yeah. I, okay. I'm assuming we're getting rid of all. Here's my problem with getting rid of all the plastic. Yep. We're going to have to throw all the plastic away. Where's that going to go? Into the fucking dump? Basically, if your house burns down, it's going to revert back to sand. Because that's what glass is made from. Anyway, what did you pay for a car wash? Ah, uh, 20 bucks. Look, I always go premium. Yeah, I always, pre- go, I always go, the, go the premium. They go, which one? I went, oh, I don't, I'm not going to get the cheap one, am I? Yeah, I always get the 20. I wouldn't pay more than 20. But there was a great offer at the... the one I just discovered up the road. At Coles. Because I've been going to my grass hill, which is 30 k's from Hindi in my place. Which, which Coles did you go to? Uh, Coles Express, which is on the way towards Hornsby, Westfield. on the other side of the road. How did you Yeah, mate, there? I did a big hook turn. Okay. Yeah, I just drove over the... No, no, I didn't. I went around the block. So, anyway, I went there and, uh, look, they had a... I, I could have rorted it. Uh, I probably should have, really, in the interest of the company and our finances, because they do two washes for 30. That's right. Half you price. keep the voucher. Yeah. Yep. But, mate, the car wash was spectacular. Like, it had full graphics on both sides of the machine. It had, like, those LCD screens like I was talking about earlier. Yeah. You get close to them, and they look like big dots yeah, separated. Like, but not the but best from, a distance, from a distance, it just looks like an amazing animated the, car wash. It had a car scene and, like, a hand that was saying stop and then waving at you to say go. And there was, like... Mate, you got to take Henry. It was like the Philips Hue of car washes. The lighting was spectacular, but they didn't have the rainbow... Um, spray. Spray. That smells like bubble gum. So that was disappointing. But it was solid. And look, I, look, I took a $170,000 BMW X7 through it. Don't normally do the, the brushes because I don't trust them. Yeah. But the woman, she was very strict. She goes, that your car? I said, yes. She goes, you must fold mirror in. I went, okay, we'll do you the mirrors. What? Fold the mirrors in, the side mirrors. I went, okay, no drivers. So big yeah, because yeah, it's big. And she made, look, this is one thing I don't understand. I had to put, it's like a com Plastic sheath I'd, over the I'd fucking... I had to put a comdom over the rear windscreen wiper. What is that for? I've been there and done the same thing. Well, let me tell you something. It blew off. The exact same company, the exact same car yeah, wash Coles at Hills, is doing it. don't do the same thing. I no, no, they don't. It's only they that don't. one. They don't. Yeah. Maybe it stops the actual wiper blade getting ripped off or something. Not the metal bit, the, the rubber strip. I, I don't know. It seemed weird to me. And there's about 100 of them inside the actual thing. So they just blow off anyway. But look, that was a good car wash, and it did a great job. It didn't scratch the car. See, either. I don't, 
I don't have a problem with uh, the ones with the brushes. Well, to be honest, Trev, the one I go to is touch-free, but the bloke comes out with the broom and does it anyway. And and when you're in there, mate, that bloke must just be like a prune at the end of the day, a prawn, no prune at the end of the day. When you're in there and it lays down the soap, he's in there again brushing. You get you get like three separate manual brushes. It's great. Well, it's not a very good car wash if it needs a manual brush. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Remember one opened up at Gosford um, on the main road just north of the, the city on the left, kind of where Scafie's dad's tyre joint used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before all the car joints. So there was a, yep. a car wash open there. Yep. And I'm like, awesome. Yep. You pull in and yep. you pull into the automated one yep. and someone will come out and wash the wheels. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like... The fuck's the point of this? If we've got to wait for someone to come, yeah, that's that true. Just put me right off. The biggest problem with some of those automated washers, though, is the ones that do the wheels like automatically, and the spinning discs come out. They don't work. They don't match up to wheel bases. They leave. They don't work. They're bullshit. Absolute bullshit. So hang on, were you most impressed by this car wash because of its ability to clean, or the fucking fancy screens? The screens and the blower. It blew well. Like in terms of blowing a load of air. It was fucking amazing because they did it twice. You know how the thing comes at you and it just stays within two centimetres? Before you blow the load And then it there. goes, yep, it goes up and over and then back again. Because my one is a drive-through one which lasts 90 seconds. So I time it because I want every second of that hot air blowing all over my car. Yeah. Because if you're going to blow, blow for 90 seconds, all right? So anyway, um, so I'll tell you what happened the other day at McGrath Hill. Yeah. I'm going through the, like, so... The big rectangular arch blower is about five metres after the car wash is finished. So I've exited it and then timed it. The blower comes on and I'm edging my way through it, looking at my clock, getting ready. And the bloke refused to enter the car wash behind me, even though he can, and started beeping. And I'm going to look at what's this bloke's problem. He's waiting for me to leave the blower, which is completely unrelated to the car wash. Like it was just a moron. Oh, two separate things. Well, two separate things. It's outside the car. Like oh, you pull right. out, go around a corner, and there's a blower. He's, anyway, he was just a he's a, just a jerk. <sighs> wow. So yeah, look, the best car washers are probably the ones you do with soap uh, and, and a bucket and a hose at home. But I don't do that anymore. I've moved on. It's too big a job. Yeah, no, it's it's good fun when the kids are in a good mood and it's a hot day. You want to get the hose out? Yeah, but no, just go. But now EFTM pays for it. It's just so. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. There's going to be way too much information for some people. What's new? Well, look, when I travel, mm. I pack light. Yeah. I pack very light. Yeah, I don't. I went to Melbourne for the week. For, sorry, for the night. Yep. So I try and take just a backpack mm. for an overnight stay. Mm. Now, what I do is I go, okay, we've got the Today Show in the morning, so I need to be wearing a suit. Sure. Uh, Makes sense, yeah. Look, so I wear a suit the day before. Yep, brush your hair. If I'm not already. Yep. And I go, what do I need for the next day? Mm. So I'm going to need a pair of socks. Mm. I need a pair of Reggies. Reggie. I'm going to need a shirt. That's all I take. Yep. Just those things. And my toiletry bag. Mm. Fits beautifully. Mm. Which means that when I get there and I have a shower, well, I'm naked as I was born mm. and I don't I don't bring PJs, mm. is what I'm saying. So what do you So the other night You sleep naked? Yep. Okay. <laughs> the other night. I don't want to stay in any hotel you Oh jeez, we share rooms too. You don't, do oh, it, don't no, don't you do it don't when do we share sharing. rooms. Okay. I strategically and importantly yeah. pack pajamas. Okay. But here's the thing, I was and that's no drama. I'm in bed. I might be watching TV, ready to go to sleep. Yep. And I thought, fuck, what am I going to do for dinner tonight? I'm like, fuck, I'll get some room service. Life's dramas, And yeah. then I went, fuck, am I going to get dressed again mm. or am I just going to put the bathrobe on? It's mm. always a bathrobe. It was at the Langham, so it's good shit. Yeah. Oh, I've got to be honest, Bowen, couldn't do it. Why? I couldn't bring myself to wear a bathrobe I, I can. to greet 
the person oh, doing the room the, service. Yeah. I just think that's inappropriate. Well, were you naked underneath? Yep. Yeah. No. Nah. That's just not on, mate. Oh, I'd probably do it. Yeah. Depends I'd... if it was a woman, because they've got to come in. Well, how are you going to know? Like, they come in. They don't just stop at the door. I just don't think it's appropriate. You've got to sign the thing. Like this, you know, they're, going, they're looking at you going, this bloke's naked under there. That's disgusting. Did you put the slippers on? No, I did not. Let me tell you this. I, in the end, just for clarity, in the end, I went out to dinner with mm. the people who hosted me. <laughs> in the, the gear? The people at Samsung had a yeah. great steak. Wow. Yeah. And so I got dressed again. Yeah. Um, when I came back, someone had been in my room yeah. for the whole night. You know how they t- turn your bed down? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah put fucking slippers on both sides of the bed, put yeah. the towels away. It's like unbelievable. That's top-end stuff. It did make me think, oh, I just can't do the bathrobe. Yeah, I just, nah. Bathrobe, I can't do it. Upon reflection, I, I would do that. No, I think I have. I mean, that's what it's there for. Let me tell you, far worse things happen in hotel rooms than you answering the door in a bathrobe. Remember that time we were in Adelaide at the Hilton? Mm. Uh, after we drove from Brisbane to Adelaide, Adelaide in yep. the Tesla, and next door, there was a bit of a party going on yeah. all night. Um, yeah. And there was a lot of noise. Okay. So, look, Trev, okay. don't worry. You're insecure. So worry about it. You're insecure, but just don't take the bathrobe. Well, can you no, take... they're 30 bucks. You've got to pay 30 bucks. You, so then they, they, wash, so they wash them. They obviously wash them and then repackage them up. Good point, actually. Why would you want to take... You know, so that's you, another thing. That's if you disgusting. really want it, yeah. you, you, order, you say to one, I want one, you want a brand new one in a packet. You're walking along with your schlong, <laughs> travel along with your schlong up against his bathrobe, and then the next day someone else is wearing oh, it. Oh, they're washing them. Yeah, but that's washing is washing. It's like, I'm okay if Henry spits on me because it's Henry spit. Yeah, right. If someone else does, don't like it. So if we were in a pickle... Yeah. In Berlin, would you wear my jeans? <laughs> Not again, yeah. Would you wear my jeans? Oh, well, they wouldn't fit. No, I'd go straight out and buy some. How are you getting out there? Like, you, okay, your jeans have oh, ripped. okay. Like, you're in the apartment. I don't know, Trev. I don't want to even think about this. Oh, because I'll tell you right now, I'm not wearing your Reg Grundies, mm, no, but I'll be no, okay no, wearing no. your jeans. Turn them inside out. If I travel overnight somewhere, I take three pairs of underpants. One for the sleep? Yeah. Really? Yeah, or your night activities. I'm not allowed to sleep like that at home, so I take the opportunity. I don't fucking want to know, Jesus Christ. Juicy fruit is gonna move ya. Juice is soft, it gets right to ya. Listen. Juicy fruit. Taste it, taste it, taste it, get to go. Well, I love that one. Listen, real quick, uh, yeah. because one of the great things about the new Roadcaster software is it's hiding the time. I know, where's the time? You've got to hit home. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, gee, oh, it's spot on as look, usual. Just real quick, though. Yeah. So, Harry, this morning comes up, I'm lying in bed, comes mm. up and he's got three texters in his hand and he's just, you know, he goes like this and he goes, Dad, sniff these. One of them's blueberry, one of them's strawberry, one of them's fucking lime. And I've gone, that's great, buddy. Take them downstairs. Mum will die if she knows you've got texters upstairs. But then I went, like, they make chocolate flavoured things. They made everything flavoured stuff, right? Now for kids, pencils and texters. Yep. Isn't that the complete opposite of what we should be teaching kids? Sniffing fucking texters? What flavour was it, sorry? One of them was blueberry, one of them was raspberry, one of them was lime, I think. Yeah, I don't... Well, like they're non-toxic, aren't they? Yeah, I know. It's all good. But when they go and get a Sharpie, what are the chances they're going to go, oh, because, mate, we all know they smell good. Like, that's a good smell. I'm telling you, Texas smell good. Mate. But they're not... It's not... If he starts... I'd only worry if he starts sniffing glue. Because as soon as that happens, you know they're on just a slippery slide to drug use. The good news is this is yep. not a kid's podcast, so we can talk about adult themes yeah. here. When I was on the Gold Coast uh, with Telstra, mm. there was a bus, this out, mini mini bus outside who was taking us to lunch. Yeah, yeah. So I come outside, and me and a boy from Telstra get in, yeah. and the, bloke, the bus driver goes, well, 
You know, you're on the Goldie. Look at these teenagers everywhere um, inhaling Rexona. Oh, I was going to bring that up. And I just went, what? Yeah. He ba- goes, bagging mate, or something. They, they just sprayed in their mouths. Oh, I haven't heard that. Like, that, have you ever accidentally, you know, spray yourself and you cop a bit in the mouth? It's like really it's dry. It's disgusting. My wife, I can't do it within the vicinity of her. Otherwise, the exhaust fan needs to be on. It's like. In the, in the bathroom. And that's what fucking kids are doing today. Yeah, they get high off the fumes. What the fuck? I know, mate. It's called bagging. Well, when, when I was growing up, I went to a school camp at Tookley. Camp Tookley? Camp. Um, well named. And, and I'm not going to name the person. And they're in the they're in the we have bunks, and they've got a shopping bag, and they're spraying deodorant in it, and then inhaling it, and walking around high for about thirty seconds. Oh, that stuff can kill you. You like can actually deadly. die. It's deadly. It's the aerosol. There's something in the aerosol. Yeah, no, but what about all the like? It just must be disgustingly dry. Oh, mate, and it'd be just horrible. Chalky and yeah, that, that's um, that's what's happening. So we've gone from sniffing Texas to uh, well, sniffing Rexona. I was only going to talk about Texas. Yeah. Oh, we went there. Yeah. If I was going to stiff something, it'd be Lynx, because at least I, I like Lynx. I don't. No, yeah? I'm a Rexona man. Oh, yeah. Well, so am I, because I ordered 20 of them through eBay. Remember? She didn't get me one. I had to go to fucking Coles on the weekend and buy oh. two. Thanks, mate. Oh, you didn't ask me. Oh, mate, hello. Listen back to the show last week. Okay. I said, mate, can I buy half? And you've gone fucking no. All right, cheerful. I flat out said no. I enjoyed my trip to road this morning to swap out the uh, roadcaster, which will um, no. I, I hope this works. It'll it'll work. Don't worry about that, Trev. I've got great confidence. If it doesn't, we've just wasted a long, long period and, of time. And imagine that. We have done one show. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it was in a similar circumstance. Yeah, it was, yeah. And uh, the whole thing fucked up. And no one's ever going to hear that show? No, nah, it was gone. It's just gone into the ether. Like it's a weird thing, isn't it? Content that we made that no one's ever going to hear or see? It's like if a tree, if you didn't see the tree fall over in the forest, did it ever happen? Did it, did it make a sound? Did it make a sound? That's true. Well, fucking oath it did. It's like Schrodinger's cat. All right. You know that, that story about the cat in a box? No. Schrodinger, I think it is. It's a cat in a box with a vial of poison. Right. right locks it in there. Right. Is the cat alive or is the cat dead? You'll never know. Well, it can be assumed that at all times, it can be assumed that cat is in a state of either life or death because you don't know. Schrodinger's cat. I don't understand what you just said. Because you can't, because you don't know, because you can't see in the box. Cat could be alive, could be dead. Don't know. You literally don't know. Fuck me. It's the same as did a tree make a sound in the forest. Is, is that the same just, as the apple doesn't fall far from the tree? Or is that different? It's very different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is lunacy. Anyway, we didn't need an Alan Care this morning, which is great. We got a new Alan. Well, how much are these worth? Alan. Alan. You've got $30 worth of fucking Allen keys. Alan! Allen! And we've got a roadcaster worth 800 Alan! We'll see you, everyone. Bye! Love you all. I love some of you. Alan! Alan! You know who you are. Alan! Oh, that's not Alan.